featuring the South's two favorite sons. Robert Woods! Touchdown! Woo-hoo-hoo! coming for you! One wants to have an elaborate koi fish pond by the time he's dead, and the other just wants to Black. sip sweet tea in the grove. Black. Here's your host, John Boudreaux and Cole Woods. Black. Hello and welcome Black. to yet another podcast. We love you. It just means less. Uh... Cole Woods alongside John Boudreaux, happily brought to you by Alamo Remedy CBD. Great, wonderful sponsor. Eat those gummies, folks. Code IJML at checkout. It's going to save you 10% off your order. And if you have any order over $49, you're going to save some nice free shipping. And don't forget, they also have some brand new hemp flower products in there. But most importantly, they're running a fantastic sale right now. Fantastic sale. You buy two items at $17.99, you get one free. Now, how often does hey. that happen? That's, that is a really great deal. So you and your beloved head on down to alamoremedy.com and get yourself some wonderful stuff. Uh, code IJML at checkout. Now, I'm back into the podcast. It's been a hot second. Uh, we have our good friend straight from Hotlanta itself, JT Jared. Welcome to the program. What's up, guys? How are y'all doing today? Wonderful. Good. I'm glad to be back. Yes. What, what was the last time we had you on? It had to be what, like what? It was the 07 uh, regional. It was the 07 region of the, uh, the bracket. Yeah, the, that's right. The middle, the middle, right. School, middle jams. school jams. Middle school jams. That's right. Which was technically my high school jams, but yeah, middle school yeah. jams. Yeah. Yeah. We, we let us slide. We let us slide. Dang. Well, uh, I know we, me and Cole have been munching on some really good food. We went to uh, Miko's Hot Chicken, in, uh, in, uh, which is what about, I'd say, five minutes at most from Cole's new place in the Heights, yep. right off of uh, Durham. I think it's right off of North, North Shepherd in Durham, I want to say. Yep. Um, and Durham. ran that air. Fabulous food. Now, obviously, everyone's already seen it all over TikTok and Instagram, Lottie, Twitter, but the juice is worth the squeeze. Mm. That was easily the best fried chicken sandwich I had ever had. And if, J- if John says the juice is worth the squeeze, if John was happy spending his money that we did, you know it was good. Mm-hmm. If it was worth the $9 me spending for a, for a fried chicken sandwich, it was worth all $9 and yes. maybe a little bit more. And they can be a big chicken breast or whatever. I don't know if it's like two chicken thighs fused together, but... If I had one gripe, I would just want a little bit more of their like special sauce. I just want a tiny bit more of the special sauce. But I even like the coleslaw, and I am not a coleslaw person. Yeah, me neither. That sounds yeah, awesome. We, we, we know, Cole, you have PTSD from coleslaw. I do, I do. Oh, has anyone ever called you coleslaw before? <laughs> oh, that's new. Yeah, it's a name. name. And then when I worked at Cane's, I had to make it like every day when I opened. And that thing is a pain make yeah it's an absolute pain did you did you have you did you see that video that kind of went slightly viral this one girl was uh fired from canes for putting out the cane sauce recipe within the past two weeks (laughs) i did see Uh, that yeah that's funny that's a yikes right there sonny it's funny yeah the only the mandarin ought to make it no like the crew members can't even make it so that that's interesting they they're really entrusting their their staff with a recipe that is so like sacred only the managers so anyways john what's our first topic for today well i think we're going to get straight into something that cole 
And but more importantly, JT kind of pitched this idea and implanted it in our heads for a, for a couple of weeks ago, and it is the worst mascots in sports. Now, me, I took the college route, and I pretty much went exclusively for college mascots. Now, we'll let JT kick it off here. Uh, JT, do you want to kick off from uh, from the thirty or the the, the thirty five? Uh, you want to make it easy or hard? Uh. Well, that depends. So I have a few. And so okay. do, do you, are we doing these one at a time or do you want to go a whole list and then debate Let, let's it? go, let's go, let's go, let's go one at a time. And then we, we shall debate. We shall. All right. Debate. All right. Okay. So also just to clarify when we said mascots, we're just referring to the team nickname or are we actually referring to like the costume mascot? It's, uh, either one. Take, take, take your pick. Okay. Take your pick. Okay, cool. So I kind of, Assume both of those would be in there when I did my research. Okay, my first one, I did more of the pro route. I did have some that were college, but my number one, I think it's just the worst mascot is in the from the NFL, and it's got to be the Cleveland Browns. And here's why. Number one is what exactly is a Cleveland Brown? Like, I, had, I didn't know, so I did some research and found out the team was named after the original owner, whose last name was Brown. And so they were called the Browns. And so I was thinking about it, just like how, what other team would, would be named after your owner? Like the Cowboys being the, the, the Dallas Jerry Joneses, like, you know, it just, it just doesn't, it's, it's not a good mascot just to be named after a, a rich dude who owns the team. So, um, and I'll say made Houston, the, the Cal, the uh, Houston Cal McNairs, it might be a riot in the streets. I'm sorry, yeah, a peaceful it, protest in the streets. Yeah. Also, I was going to say, too, their actual logo is just an orange helmet, like unoriginal that way. Their old logo was like this weird elf looking guy. And then also just orange and brown, dude, for color schemes, not digging it. So all across the board, I think Cleveland Browns is the worst mascot in professional sports. That's 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 interesting, because the thing is, I never knew the context behind it. I always thought it was because of Jim Brown. I didn't know if Jim Brown played for the Cleveland Browns. I'm probably way off on that. He did. He did. That's <clears throat> why I thought they were called the Browns. And yeah, I, I think, don't, I I think, think the th- owner's name is Paul Brown. Okay. Because isn't, isn't their mascot like a, a brown bulldog? Isn't it like that? They, they, like a, call, a they call it dog. The, the dog pound, but I think officially that like the bulldog is not uh, – I don't it's, believe it's not a registered trademark. Yeah, I don't believe it's an official logo. So okay. yeah, I think Cleveland Browns for sure is uh, not uh, not a not a good name. I'll say that. Okay. Okay. All right. I I will nominate myself to go second. I I went more of the college route, and I, I had to do a little bit of digging. So so a little a little, a little digging, and we're gonna we're gonna take our uh, we're gonna take our net. And we're going to take our little sand shovel and head on down to the Pepperdine University waves. Just the waves. No descriptive. Just just waves. Uh, It's a weak sauce name. Like, seriously. And, And their mascot is a man who is all blue. He's got a wave shaped head with some Ray Bans on named Willie the Wave, who's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. I got I to gotta look this up. Willie came from the Kappa uh, Somebody, I, I, I looked this up, and I don't remember my source, but I want to give wow. him credit. In it. Somebody was asked to describe Willie the Wave, and the response was, 
He's a cross between Gumby and a Smurf. I can now, see that. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> now I, I'd say that is pretty accurate. I mean, at least when you go to Tulane, you're getting a like high-class education, just like you are Pepperdine. But at least Tulane has the green wave. Oh, oh and, they, and they market the heck out of that green wave. It's really cool. Like their, their baseball uniforms and stuff are sweet at Tulane. And some of, some, okay. some of their helmets are pretty sweet too. So they, they make their mascot like – the mascot on the field may not be the best – but they market it and they like incorporate it into the uniform very well. So I, I'll give Tulane a pass in there. So that, that's pretty solid. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm looking at the pictures of this mascot right now. He looks like he belongs on the Mass Singer. Shout out, Mass Singer. Oh uh, my oh. goodness. But for that real. Is saying really something. But for real, like this costume is like, this looks straight off, off of the Mass Singer. Um, but I will, I will give them a little bit of defense is that Pepperdine is in Malibu, California. And well, I, lived in California for a brief stint one summer. We were at the beach in Malibu and their campus is literally right on the ocean. So it's, it makes sense. That's why you pay buku bucks to go there as a student because it's yeah, literally Malibu right on the beach. But, uh, you're but it makes sense why they, they, they have that, but it's kind of a lame mascot. Yeah, it should I be mean, the like, uh, Pepperdine Hollisters. <laughs> <laughs> or the Pepperdine Riptide or something like that. It'd be yeah, like, there's like, a, a lot, there's a lot of other... Cool. Yeah, something a little more uh, aggressive, intimidating. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like waves. I'm like cool. <laughs> I mean, like Pepperdine already sounds bougie enough. I mean, like at least Tulane describes it as like you know the green wave. I mean, Pepperdine over there is just like limp glizzy, just like the waves. I'm like, oh, okay. It just seems like a you know just a just a weak sauce team name. But uh, yeah. you know, I'll give them a pass. They're probably not really a big sports university to begin with. Um, so we're going to let it slide, slide on into second base. Unlike, uh, Alex Bregman last night, oh. rest in peace of that hamstring. Uh, we'll get Too to soon. that later. Too soon. Cole hit us with some, uh, hit him with some coliosis heat. All right. So my number one is Kansas state's like physical mascot. So the Wildcats is a fine name for mascot, but their like costume mascot is the worst in college football. And I root for a team who will be on my list. Um, who has one of the worst, but Kansas States is the actual worst. It is literally just a dude in a cheerleader outfit with like a wildcat head on top of him. And the head is not proportionally like fits the co- the rest of the costume. It looks, it looks like Kansas state was like, Hey, we a mascot for the game. And here's a cheerleader suit. Go into the uh, thespian department, get, get some theater costume and come back. And that's what they found with their, their stupid Willie, the wildcat mascot. It was, awful so uh, sorry bill snyder but uh k-state's actual like on-field mascot is the worst that's that was that's a good one man you did some research because when i was looking i went through all of the bit i went through all the power fives and i was just looking for mascots and i was like man i couldn't really find any that i really really disliked but look at you going deep in that research yeah, this one this one's pretty bad. Yeah, it's bad. Like it's just it's just I don't know. It's there's no there's nothing to it. Like it's so, it's so yeah. boring. And it wouldn't yeah. be that hard to fit. you play in the Big 12. I mean, I know their attendance is dwindling, but they can afford to get on a, a decent looking mascot. Come on now. Yeah. Uh apparently don't name your mascots Willie cuz that's two on the list named Willie. So <laughs> Ooh, that's true. Well, hey, I I see Willie. I see Willie the, the Wildcat here. 
I mean, at least here he's wearing a football uniform. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing too. But he is still – you can still see all of his human skin. So that is yeah. like – it kind of ruins the moment. Yeah. If you're going to be a mascot, I want to believe that at least you're in full regalia playing the character. Exactly. Yeah, it's weird to have an animal head on human arms and legs. I agree with you 100% on that. Yeah, that's number one. Uh, JT, who you, you, you would have thought we were, uh, we're, we're going full Alex Jones with uh, human hybrid animals in China. <laughs> Black helicopters are circling the building. All right, well, who's, number, who's your number two, JT? Okay, so I went back and oh. forth, but I'm, I have – I decided I'm going to go in the NBA and I'm going to say the Brooklyn Nets. And here's why. So again, I was trying to do some research because again, I'm just like Nets, like why did they call it the Nets? What's the history of Nets? Is there a significance to that? Um, You know, for example, like the Columbus Blue Jackets playing in the playoffs, I looked it up and found out that they're named the Blue Jackets named after uh, the Union soldiers from the Civil War. And they have like a cannon like in their stadium or in their arena they fire. It's like, that's awesome. Like, I didn't know what a Blue Jacket was, you know, before that. So I was like, okay, I'm going to look and see what's the history of the Nets. And like, there really isn't one. They said they named the team the Nets because it rhymed with New York's already established New York Jets and New York Mets. And they're like, there's a net on a basketball hoop. So they said, we'll call ourselves the Nets. I'm not even kidding you. That's what I saw when I looked it up. And so I would just say that it's just a really kind of like Nets, not really intimidating, not really, uh, there's no significance to the city there's nothing so yeah i'd just say you know black and white color scheme although i i kind of like the black and white color scheme um it's just it's really plain so there's just nothing that stands out about it brooklyn nets uh sorry but i think you're the worst mascot in the nba i have to say come 2021 the nets actually might be feared because they have kyrie and kd on their team hopefully healthy that's true although i will say the uh their uniforms that have the coogee sweater outline on them are awesome but uh those are uh, those are by far my favorite uniforms besides the the uh, late 90s rockets uniforms kooji sweater nets ones they're so they're so classically clean looking Mm -hmm. all that modern flair to it especially on the ribbing on the sides it's a great look jt you're absolutely right yeah but it's still a bad team name I'm with you. I will, I will say this. Their stadium food is overpriced. I'll give it that. I ate there like four times in two days for, uh, for uh, WrestleMania weekend. Uh, I, I think I had, I think, yeah, I think I had three or four meals from there. So um, their stadium food is quite pricey, but it is actually decent stadium food. I'll give them that. It's, it, it's decent chicken strips. Let's, let's put it like that. <laughs> yeah. All right, John, who's your number two? Okay, number two, as my mom is trying to get my cat out of the house. Uh, so we might have a little bit of backup uh, background noise. We're, we're going to go with uh, a slightly controversial one that's going to uh, probably going to peeve off some, uh, some redneck folks uh, down in the dirty south. And that is the elephant of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Okay. And I had to do some research. What in the heck does a Crimson Tide and an elephant have to do anything with the University of Alabama or its surrounding area? And the answer is nothing. Nothing. Not a darn thing. What it, what it came down to was early sports writers would describe the field 
after Alabama football games as a crimson tide. According to uh, the, the essentially, it was years before you know, an elephant was even associated with the university. The nickname was kind of born in, I want to say, the early 1900s. It was apparently Hugh Roberts of the Birmingham Age Herald wrote a story about the 1907 Iron Bowl. Oof. That's how long that's been going on. When the, uh, when the Auburn Tigers faced, obviously, Alabama, and it wrote, resulted in a 6-6 six to six tie. And the field was essentially a sea of red mud stained Bama's crimson jerseys. Headline, the crimson tide, as in, you know, a tide, tidal wave, whatever you like to call it. And essentially, that's what gave them the name, the crimson tide. And the elephant followed shortly after, where another newspaper writer would describe the, uh, the defensive line as a herd of elephants. And so, I get it. But then again, it still has nothing to do with the surrounding area. Therefore, I'm a little bit like, what the heck does that have to do with anything? And, and that, that, the same thing goes for, you know, LSU or anything any, like any other, you know, random team that has like a, like a strange mascot. Like, what does Tiger have to do with Louisiana? Not a darn thing. Nothing. No, nothing at all. Um, should but, be uh, the corn dogs. Should be. Hey, man. It should, should, be, should be the uh, – my mom's saying it's named after dirt. Yes, mom, I just mentioned that. Thank you. Um, it should be the uh, cancer patient thieves. That's oh, oh. cancer patients. Soon. Hey, man, not in this pandemic. Can we call them that? Oh, man. Oh, so, man. We might as well call them Our Lady of the Lakes. Um, Our Ladies of the Lake. Uh, but, but there you go. Um, but, yeah, essentially that was it. And that's a little bit of a gripe because I, I never understood what the heck it meant, even growing up as a kid, why there was a darn elephant on the field in the middle of Alabama. I mean, I don't know. I could say some outlandish stuff right now. I'm probably getting in trouble for it. But I'm going to sit here and control my tongue about uh, the history of Alabama. Well, my, so my uh, second one, number two, is near and dear to my heart, unfortunately. Oh. This one's um, going down the drain. <laughs> you know exactly where I'm going here. Tony the Land Shark. Um, my, my beloved Ole Miss Rebels um, had to get rid of our old mascot. He was racially insensitive. And so and it, it was probably it was time to get rid of Colonel Reb. He had to go. So they, they play, replaced him with a bear. And the problem was they never really marketed the bear. They just like, like – he wasn't allowed to go to the Grove. He wasn't like around the stadium. He was just like there. And uh, the bear was uh, – I, I didn't mind the bear, but for whatever reason, they didn't market him. They should have made a Build-A-Bear inside the stadium and sold, sold that for profit. So it would have made some cash. Um, they would have made so much money. I just that perplexed me why they didn't do that. But anyways, um, so in 2017, a poll was taken among students that wanted to have the land shark instead. So instead of making a big fluffy shark – they made this lizard can opener looking thing. Uh, if y'all do not know what the land shark is, go look it up. Uh, it looks like a lizard can opener. It is the worst mask. It's one of the absolute worst mascots. He got big teeth. He got big teeth. Big like grandpa teeth. <laughs> He's like the the head is way too big for the for the costume. They might need a redesign uh, because his head yes. is sticking up at like a like a seventy degree angle. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. But the story behind it is kind of cool. It's based off of um, Tony Fine, did a land, uh, Iraq war veteran, played football after his tour, did used to do the land shark, and then uh, tragically passed away um, a year later before training camp in the NFL. So to honor him, the team started doing land sharks. And Marshall Henderson brought to the basketball court, and therefore land shark took off. Um, so the story behind it's kind of cool, but you don't honor him with the mascot that just looks that awful. You could have just made a big fluffy shark with the San Jose Sharks do and been done with. So Lane Kiffin, calling on you. Change it. Get us a big fluffy shark. Let's get it. Dude, get one of the uh, one of those dancing sharks from the Super Bowl halftime with. Katie Dude, Perry. That, I'd be in. I'd be so down for that. I'd be so down for that. No, you just turned into the the Walgreens Nationals of DC with their baby shark. Oh, Miss. So Mississippi State's band, the 2018 Egg Bowl. Mississippi State's band played baby shark while they're beating the snot out of us. They played baby shark to troll, and I have to give them props that's some really hey, controlling that, hey man that, that that's what it's about right there you got to have yeah. those subtle jabs in order to make games interesting mm-hmm. yeah no that was a great that was an awesome jab from, from the bulldogs there it's jt what's your third yeah so we're gonna go college here this time and this one on the surface may not seem like it's uh i don't know it's just a weird mascot i'll just say that it doesn't seem like it's kind of under the radar but i'm going with wake forest the demon deacons and so I was like thinking about this and I was like, this just like from a theological perspective doesn't really make sense. And so I was looking up the history of this mascot. And so Wake Forest is, as far as I know, it's a Baptist school. And so, um, and I believe actually they have us, there's a seminary on uh, campus or near Wake Forest. And uh, like, I guess back in the day, they didn't have a mascot. And so um, because there's, uh, you know, a lot of religious affiliations with the school, Apparently a news news uh, writer back in like the 1920s or 1930s was like those 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 demon deacons, you know, and it said that, you know, as they were as his favorite team lost to them, I guess. And so then the students started dressing up like kind of like, I guess, what a deacon would look like. And so therefore uh, they became officially the demon deacons. But it doesn't really make sense because like deacons, again, are church leaders and like you know just the fact that like if i was like i don't know i just don't think like demon deacons they're kind of pulling in opposite directions and it's just missing so and their mascot's just like an old dude in a top hat in like an old suit so again it's just like kind of confusing like what is it so yeah i think for that reason alone and the fact that it's theologically uh inaccurate and misleading i would probably say uh that is a <laughs> a uh a lame mascot Kind of like a split personality thing right there almost. It's two yeah. op- opposing forces being riled up into one character essentially. Yeah. Man, I was I was about to say there is another uh there is another university or mascot that was on the tip of my tongue when you're talking about uh, demon deacons and I completely completely forgot about it. Hopefully it comes back to my brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again it's just it's just promoting that. We've got these aggressive evil church leaders, you know, and like that's that's just not a, a mascot to really rally <laughs> rally behind. It is yeah. similar though to the Alabama story with it, you know, coming from a newspaper story, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Yeah. And that really shows how much sway uh, newspaper writers had back in the day because they were the original, you know, they they were the end all and be all, and they were where the buck stopped, and in, in some respects, to where folks were getting all their information from was just these few folks who had a. Who had whatever spin they wanted to put on a, 
a story, uh, they made it happen. Absolutely. John, what do you got for your next one? <clears throat> All right, here we go. Next one. We are coming in warm, ladies and gents. And that is going to be the University of St. Louis. What even is a, if I'm getting it right, Billiken? Billiken. Billiken. What even is a Billiken? And I, I did some research. A Billiken, first of all, this is the ugliest face I've ever seen. It looked like somebody went and punched like, like you know, somebody's like, the, like a big MMA fighter and they caved in your face. That's what a Billiken looks like. It's just flattened face with a little crease down the middle for a nose. Apparently a Billiken is like a seasonal kind of doll or figure that was put on to like, let's see, uh, what was it like? Marshmallows, cakes, cereals, like salt and pepper ornaments. It was basically like a good luck charm. And apparently way back in the 1900s, it was like a national figure for good luck. And so, uh, you know, it was a little uh, mythical uh, figure. And it was like a, like a good luck charm for, for the Billikens uh, in St. Louis. My mom's saying it's a smiley face of some sort, uh, quote, smiling. And uh, apparently the, the quick definition is uh, things as they ought to be. That's what the figure is supposed to represent. But, I mean, I can kind of get the name Billiken. It's kind of interesting, but it's just an ugly-looking mascot. I mean, it, is, it ain't purdy. And uh, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm it's confusing. I had no idea what that was either. So thanks for the enlightenment. Um, all right, so mine for number three. Uh, this is a very recent mascot, but um, this team has no mascot. Um, the Washington football team. Um, yes. That was on my list too, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Thank what you. What, what, uh, what, where is it on your list, JT? What, what do you have? it? I had it as the next one. Next one. Yeah. yeah so right, we'll combine my some third. research. But we, we'll combine my third and JT's fourth. But uh, all right, yeah, it's just uh, like, come on, man, Washington football team. I just I, I don't know what to say. Like, it's just there's so many options you have out there. You just go basic or gen- generic, or there's so many options you can pick from. And Washington football team. I mean, I don't. Maybe it's like he's trying to take a, a jab at the PC Warriors and be like, okay, uh, is, is this going to cancel you too? But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And I, you know, regardless of what you thought about, you know, the former name Redskins, obviously, like, I think that just the ownership, I mean, Daniel Snyder is probably the worst owner in the NFL, which as a Cowboys fan, I don't mind that, you know, they're one of their big rivals is um, perpetually not a very good team. So I'm okay with that. But like, you have to think that at some point, at some point, like he had to have known this was going to happen at some point that they would eventually have to change the name at some point, And they had nothing absolutely nothing prepared for this. That's, that's the main reason why I gave this the worst mascot. It, it's not so much that, like, I think they may rebrand to something, you know, a lot better in the future, but like the fact that you were just like completely caught off guard by all of this, you know, this has been a conversation kind of um, brewing for several years and you have nothing prepared, nothing ready for the day that this was going to happen. And so, yeah, that's why I just was like, it's it's just a it's just a bad deal. So I actually also heard that like there were people that went out and bought all the trademarks for like kind of 
some themes that people may that the team may eventually want to change to, and so that may have also been part of the reason was that they they like couldn't negotiate to buy those tra- those trademarks that they wanted from the people that went out and bought it. So um, props to those people trying to be proactive and make some money off of uh, a very unproactive NFL team. Yeah, I know. Uh, part of me wants them to just stay the Washington football team and sort of be like MLS soccer or, you know, European soccer and just call them, you know, FC Dallas, which is, yeah, know, but, but, but that's football a play, club of the, Dallas. But that, they do that in the NFL to play off of European soccer that does that. And so, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. You're trying to play off the elite soccer leagues. You're the mm-hmm. NFL. You are the elite football league. Like yeah, everyone else yeah, should be that. copying you. Um, so – I don't know. I, yeah, that'd be like UT getting rid of the Longhorns, being like, "We're the Texas football team." I yeah, and that. I and but, I, but I agree I with what you're saying. It also gives them a little bit of differentiation. I mean, like if they, if I, I don't think it's going to necessarily necessarily hurt them that much. I know they have a passionate fan base, but then again, they've they've not been the bee's knees for you know the better part of you know quite a few decades. I mean, the only shine, shining glimpse of glory that they remotely had was that what second with a first round playoff game with RG three, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, Sorry, they're the RG3. only NFL. Yeah, and they're the only NFL team that doesn't have like a like a mascot. So if they kept it, it would be an, more of an anomaly. But yeah, out, I think, out of the names suggested, which ones did you guys enjoy the most? I want to hear from what you guys remember from all those names that were you know kind of floated around, obviously. I didn't even pay attention. I don't even know which ones were thrown out. I kind of, I kind of paid attention a little bit. I saw that. Um, I liked. I think Renegades was one that they were looking at. I liked that. There was one that was um, like the Sentinels was another one that was looked at that I was okay with. And then they had like Red Tails, which is named after like the Tuskegee Airmen, which I first was like, that doesn't make sense because that's Alabama. That's an Alabama thing. It's where they were stationed. But um, you know, they did have some ties to the D.C. area as well. So. I was, yeah. I was okay with either any of those three, but um, yeah, I just think more so it's just a fail on ownership and management for not being prepared at least, or even like thinking about the possibility of this happening. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely not prepared. Yeah. But can you say that, excuse me, can you say that about their, the way that they actually build their football team either? Like, so. Yeah, yeah. no, they're not prepared at all. They're never I mean, prepared. yeah, the the only shining glory that I ever saw from the Washington Redskins organization was the um, the fact that they apparently have a really good dining facility, and uh, that, that's that's <laughs> that's about it. I mean, the the team that's the team name that was uh, like one of those prospective team names that stuck out the most to me was the um, the Red Wolves. I really like that mm. name. I thought that sounded kind of ba, but. Uh, but overall, I mean, you know, it still remains to be seen, even if we are going to have football this year, goodness gracious. I mean, it, it's likely going to happen with training mm-hmm. camp in full swing and everything like that. But good Google yeah. and Moogly, who knows? Yeah, and then they also had that, that article written up about their workplace harassment stuff as well. So it's been a rough summer for the Washington Redskins. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Washington football PRT. team. Or sorry, Washington yes, excuse me, team. the Washington football team. Yeah, their, their, their PR team and HR department is getting a lot of work this summer. Not hey, but don't, don't worry. The season's coming soon, and Dwayne Haskins is leading the glory. Yeah, Dwayne Haskins and his uh, crybaby daddy uh, can, you know, go enjoy that, what, second-round money or third-round money that they got. Yeah, right. It was first round, but still. It was the first uh, round. I don't remember. I just remember him dropping. That's all. I think of him like Geno Smith. He ain't going to do anything. Sorry, Dwayne. 
I mean, he'll be better than Geno Smith, but that's not saying much. Uh, John, uh, John who, who's your number four on the list? All right, all right, here we go. Uh, second to the top for me is uh, by far the ugliest, the ugliest mascot I'm going to have to say in all of college sports, and that is T-Mock the Comet from UT Dallas. Now, T-Mock the Comet, he looks like a cross between Crazy Frog and Heat Miser from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's like you were Rudolph the Year Without Santa Claus. Now, if you remember, it's like that little short trolley man with the fiery head. It's like, I'm Heat Miser, I'm Heat Miser. Uh, and he's trying to, you know, make the world a hot place during Christmas instead of it being cold. And so that's literally what t the Comet looks like. It is but ugly. I'm currently looking at it right now, and I completely agree. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's 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 not a good look. It looks like a what slugfest baseball would have been if you put like a like a torn up baseball <laughs> oh. on the front with fire coming out the back. Wow, that, that, that's what it looks like. Just just good bad. reference. Good reference, John. Had a boy. It's a good reference. I remember that's playing good. slugfest back in the day with our with our friend Brant Meredith, and uh, gosh, it was either slugfest a little bit, but it was mostly MVP baseball 2005 with Manny Ramirez on the cover. Because that game is iconic. But Slugfest, you know, if you strike out, you just run down to third base and you just punch a guy out. Like, like, like you're playing a – what was that old basketball game that was somewhat similar? Gosh, I can't remember. It was NBA like, Street? You, and no. It wasn't NBA Street. But it was like no. balling or something like that. I can't remember. You're talking about like NFL Blitz kind of? It was, it was sort of like Blitz, yeah. Sort of like Blitz. But yeah, it was like you could get on like a like someone's yacht. I think you could get on like Scotty Pippen's yacht or something like that. What? And uh, it, it, it it was a wild basketball game. I'll do some research here. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I need to see this game. I, this, this sounds kind of cool. But anyway, yeah, my that's, number... a, that's a bad mascot. Sorry, just to, yeah, just no, to no, no, that's that. bad. That's bad. Uh, it looks like no. like a fourth grader drew it. Yeah, yeah, it's probably that's probably what they did. They're like, hey. Look, my daughter brought this home. We'll, we'll put this as our mascot. And I was like, sure. Uh, my number four was the Washington Nationals. The, the name of the Nationals is cool, but um, their mascot's name is Screech. And it just looks absolutely hideous. This, like, chicken thing. But it's not as cool. Like, the San Diego's chicken is kind of funny. It's kind of, like, iconic. The Nationals mascot looks weird, goofy. Mm. Um I don't know what y'all think about it. If y'all, y'all Google it real quick. But uh, yeah, Washington Nationals Screech is his name. And uh, this is not just because they beat the Astros uh, last year in the World Series. But uh, it, it looks bad. It looks awful. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I'm looking at it right now. And I think, I mean, it's supposed to be an eagle, but it's, uh, it's kind of a funny facial expression. Yeah. Kind of, kind of reminds me of a less – scary version of the do y'all remember the new orleans pelicans mascot when it came out and it was like really scary at first kind of not like really scary but like kind of scary looking just really fun weird looking do y'all remember that no i don't remember look at the look at the original new orleans pelicans mascot like just google yes. it really quick oh and then look at the bad. new one the new one is way better yeah the first yeah, one i mean like pelicans is not intimidating to begin with but i mean at least it represents the area in which they are in new orleans 
Yeah, yeah, the new one's so much better. The first one was like, I remember when that came out, people were like, I'm going to have nightmares about this. Oh, my gosh, so. that was awful. Goodness yeah. gracious. Hey, we can, order the, we can order that suit for only $470. The old one? Yeah, we ordered the suit for $470. Must be nice to have that kind of money laying around. Yeah, yeah, Screech, I think uh, Screech uh, looking a little rough these days. Yeah, Screech, Screech was not good. So. Screech looks like he belongs in uh, a rehabilitation uh, zoo. <laughs> Jeez. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, uh, he, he's seen better days. So, would Screech, you, would Screecher. All right, JT, what's your uh, fifth and final one here? All right, so my last one here, going back to the NBA. And uh, don't want to offend people, but I'm going after the most iconic franchise in the NBA. And I think that is the Los Angeles Lakers is a bad nickname mascot. And here's why. So obviously most people know the Lakers originally started in Minneapolis and then moved to Los Angeles. But even the name Minneapolis Lakers is still just kind of like, uh, what is a Laker? Just a person that stands on a lake or lives by a lake. I guess, I mean, Minnesota has a lot of lakes, obviously. And so, but then moving to Los Angeles, like I've been in Southern California. There are some lakes down there, but like Southern California is not known for lakes. And so not sure why ownership felt the need to keep, uh, keep the team name, but they did. And I just think it just doesn't represent anything about Southern California. And it's kind of confusing to begin with. And so even though, yes, the Lakers is this, you know, the, one of the most iconic franchises in all of sports and, you know, it has all the championships and Shaq and Kobe and Magic Johnson, LeBron, you, you know, Kareem, like this legacy of just incredible players and championships, like just think it's kind of a, a whack nickname and doesn't necessarily really fit with LA. Yeah. Didn't you say that they came from what, Michigan, you said? Minneapolis. 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 Isn't that the same thing with the Washington Clippers? Because weren't the Clippers from Michigan or from? No, uh, that, that, that's the, the Washington Tongs. Jeez, Cole, uh, this is not G Pits. This is IJML. Uh, yeah, no, I, yeah, no, no. I, I think you're right, John. I, I'm pretty sure it's where the Clippers came from. I, th- I think, and, and the thing, it's the same name. Am I wrong? It, it's the same thing. A Clipper is a ship that has one giant sail that's supposed to go fast. And a laker is basically someone who's boating out on a lake. Mm-hmm. Am, am I wrong? It, no. Is it, right. is, it ba- is, it, is it the exact same thing with just different colors and a new script? They share the same arena, for goodness sake, and different ownership groups. I mean, the Clippers did rebrand, but yes, their logo looked exactly the same as the Lakers for a long time. And then I think they re- rebranded like five or six years ago. At least they got the new GTA jerseys to make them look snazzy. <laughs> well, but at least they got a Bumble as their sponsor. They get all that money coming in. Swipe yeah, right if you want to watch the Clippers. Yes. Swipe, swipe, swipe right to see Kawhi right. Leonard. I forgot about that. That was like the most meme-worthy like 2018 or 2019 meme ever. My, my favorite uh, caption was, uh, when Georgia fans say they don't cheat in recruiting, it was quiet laugh. Oh man, you could tell there's a reason why they got them higher ranking uh, mm-hmm. recruiting classes these past few years. So they've been uh, they've been dropping off quite a few Benjamins. Yes, sir. Man, all right. So where are we at right now? I think we're. That on was my final... last one. That yes. was your last one. Okay. Last one. 
So JT, for you, I have the Browns, the Brooklyn Nets, the Wake Forest Demon Deacons, the Lakers. Was that it? And then Washington football team. Washington, Washington football team, excuse me. Yeah. yeah. There you go. And Cole, for you, I have the K-State, uh, Willie the Wildcat, Tony the Landshark, also the Washington football team, and who else? Uh, who Screech. Screech. Screech is the, the national one. And my last one um, is the Sugarland Skeeters. It's close to home. Oh, you went um, there. I, I was really hoping they were going to be the Imperials based on Imperial Sugar. Uh, I thought that made the most sense. Um, they also it's already copyrighted from a hockey team in Sugarland. That's why. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't know that. It's like a rec league hockey team called the Imperials. That's stupid. Oh gosh. They should have bought out that name. It would have bought that. Yeah, been, bought out that name. They put a black, gold, white, silver, some really regal colors. Oh, that would have yes. been killer. It been so cool. They also Buy that merch. the Skeeters also had an option to take the Astros AAA team. All right, the Skeeters also to get the Astros AAA team, and Drayton McLean, the Astros buffoon owner, uh, declined it. So I guess he didn't want his fans seeing Bergman and Springer and Correa coming up. Can you imagine the revenue? Fresno. The liter- you Double the revenue. Double the revenue. It's insane. You would have had – that. The, Where? you could have easily turned that into Whataburger Field like it is in Corpus Christi. Yeah. It, it's basically just as nice as Whataburger Field, if not nicer. Yep. Maybe a tad smaller, but still, you could have had enormous amounts of talent flooded mm-hmm. in there. Or and organizationally, have... like, why would you not want to have your AAA team really close? I know, like, some teams, AAAs, that you know, makes you call, call a so guy up. Easier. Yeah, he's got to yeah. fly five hours to get to, get to, the, to the home stadium. Yeah, much, How many things could have been avoided from Jordan Alvarez's current injury if he was mm-hmm. just – a hop, skip, and a jump over in Sugarland, 45 minutes from the main medical facility where the Astros are taken care of. How I'm, much I'm, I'm more not sure. easier? I'm, I'm not sure that would have made much difference with Jordan's situation. It but, could have. But, uh, I mean, there's so many things I could have saved. Um, just fans, just general excitement and um, enthusiasm around the, around the team. If fans can go watch the future stars. Like back when the Astros sucked, well, that was a long time ago. They were Bad. I mean, JT, you didn't live here when it happened, but mm-hmm. they were in a nightmare. No one went to the games. Um, I, the only argument I could think of is that you would have some people who would say, I don't want to go to the Astros, I'll just go to the Skeeters game today. But I just I feel like people who want to go to the Astros game when, they, when their team's really bad are just going just to say they went to an MLB game. Say they go downtown, have a night on the town. Um, like and honestly, you probably would have, you would have spent the same amount of money going to the Skeeters game as you would the Astros back in, you know – Back in the days where we were, you know, losing 100 games. Right. And so, you know, I, I, I think it's a bad argument. I just think if when the Astros were that bad, people were going just to go to say they're going to downtown and say they're going to a, in a baseball game you're, or you're going to see the opponent. You're going to see whoever we're playing against. Um, I don't see having a trip. Having a minor league team, it's like, hey, you want to go to a movie or you want to go to a minor league game? A major league game, unless you live really close in the city, it's more of a planned event. And the minor league game is more kind of a spontaneous thing. So, I, yeah, I don't understand the argument against not having the AAA team, but that's my quick aside. I'll, put, I'll end my rant on Drayton McLean. There's a lot of things I could put a long okay. laundry list of things against Drayton McLean. Uncle Drayton is not everyone's favorite. Let's just put it that way. Congratulations, Baylor. You made your stadium after that moron. Yeah, it still looks unfinished. They got a massive hole in the side of it that looks over this river. 
I'm not a fan of I'm not a fan of uh, what is it called U-shaped stadiums? Any mm. horseshoe stadiums? Not a fan. I want I want symmetry. I don't know why that's how my brain is. Uh, John, who's your last and final one? All right. Finally, I get the poke <clears throat> at I get the poke at all of our California folks more. Uh, we're gonna go with good old Stanford University and the Stanford tree. It's a Christmas tree, and they slapped googly eyes on it. And their mascot, the name is the Cardinal, but they're represented by a, by a tree with googly eyes. So that really to- tells you some, uh, some high-class educations going on over there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I always thought it was like, like Bird's Cardinal, but then I think it's either – I don't know for sure, but I, it's not named after birds. I think it's either number one – Named after like the cardinal, <clears throat> the cardinal position in like the Catholic Church, or it's like the color. I'm not sure. No, I think it's a cardinal. Tree. Well, it's definitely not against the cardinal rule of baseball. <laughs> oh, wow! Inside joke, all inside jokes. <laughs> but you're on mute, John. But uh, that. Yeah, no, I, I agree. That's that's one of the worst. That's a bad one. I, that should have been on my list. That's yeah, that is a rough. Let it rough. fly. Tootie toot, tootie toot. Well, those oh, are some man. good lists, guys. Those are all pretty pretty poor mascots shabby. across the board. Yeah, yeah. I think these are uh, now. Do we want to vote on who had the best? Do we want to cast our votes because we can easily end up just voting for ourselves. Um, nah. Forget it. Well, well, we'll let the people decide. We'll put it in yeah. a Twitter poll. Yeah, put, hey, put, put it in a Twitter poll. poll. Who had the better picks? We'll write them all down, and we'll let you decide on Twitter. All right. Let's get into the second half real quick of this podcast. Now, Cole had a really good, interesting idea. As we transition back into the school year for many of us, uh, not us anymore, thank God we're not paying for university fees or anything of that sort anymore. Praise God. Cole came up with the idea. We're all we're going to kind of rapid fire this one as quickly as we can. And what are five pieces of advice for a college freshman? Cole, go for it. Rapid right, so fire my, style. Rapid fire style. All right, we'll five through one. Number five: network, 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 and network. Um, <laughs> you know, you're. I, I hate saying this because uh, I'm sure like. If, if, if there's a freshman listening, first off, thank you for listening. Uh, secondly, uh, don't tell your parents I said this, but the grades are less important than networking. And I know the reason why no one takes that seriously, but pe- typically people who say that are people who make bad grades. And they're like, like, like kind of like makes us feel good. Like, oh, well, grades don't matter anyways. Um, not saying the grades don't matter, but they matter significantly less than who you know. Significantly less. Um, so that would be my number five is just, Meet, go to as many of the silly networking events. I know it's awkward, it's weird, you know, get dressed up and go to the, the building, the business building on campus and meet a bunch of random people. Um, that random happy hours, I know those are kind of awkward, but uh, you might be glad you did. So definitely network with those, network with people uh, your age. Uh, number four, uh, it's okay to go out and have fun um, you know, every, every once in a while, go to a bar, go, to, go, go out and have fun, but make sure whatever you do is not posted on social media. Everything you post on social media can be used against you, and uh, a lot of people have lost jobs over it. Um, so definitely be smart. 
Um, don't get drunk. You can go out once you turn 21 and go to the bar and have a, have a couple of drinks, but mm-hmm. you know, definitely don't, don't uh, do anything you'll regret. Don't put your reputation on the line. And especially if you're a Christ follower, don't um, put your witness on the line. Um, just remember everything, everything you post on social media can be used against you. So be careful. Number three, while uh, Chick-fil-A, Chipotle, and McDonald's are great, make sure you eat at small local businesses. One, you support the local economy, which is really important. Um, and two, you know, there's always a place on a college campus that, that you love and, it's, and you know, you'll, it'll be nostalgic once you graduate. But there's a lot of places that there's, there's no other equip, there's no substitute for when you move to a city. So college towns always have like that burger place that there's just not a real substitute for. for. For me, it was Potato Shack at Sam Houston. There's not a place I can go to in Houston to get anything similar to what Potato Shack had. It's just uh, something about it uh, can't be repeated. So support the local businesses, go eat at mom and pop shops and, uh, you know, trust us. There, there'll always be a place in your heart for those kind of places. And, um, you know, you'll come back, you'll go back to your school one day and you'll be really glad that, uh, that you did. So definitely support the local businesses and, uh, keep, keep them going. Uh, number two, I already said network, but this is more specific network with the older people in college. So when you're a freshman, network with the juniors and seniors as much as you can. Meet as many juniors and seniors as you possibly can. Here's why I say that. So the juniors and seniors are going to graduate and they're going to hopefully get jobs once the job market gets better. And you want to be able to, to have them pass your resume along. The problem is if you only network with people your own age, they're going to be looking out for themselves. So they're going to try to get that. They're more focused on getting their, their first job. Even if they can pass resume along, their word means nothing. They haven't, they've never started that company yet. The company doesn't know their work ethic. They don't know the kind of employee that, that they'll be. So their word doesn't mean squat. The older guys, the juniors and seniors, when you're a freshman, they will have been working at the company for a year or two already. And so their, their word will mean something. When, when, when they say, hey, I was in a fraternity with this guy and he always showed up on, on time to events and um, was always caring for people. Or, hey, I was in a church group with this guy and he's pushed really hard. Hey, I did a group project with him and he really pulled his weight. Um, their word will mean something to get a job one day. So if I give you one piece, the one biggest piece of advice, get network with the older people, juniors and seniors. Also, those people are going to want to come back and visit once they've graduated they're going to look for people that they knew who were younger than them. And so you're going to get to know them um, a lot more, even once they graduate and you're still at school. Um, my number one is get plugged in with a local church or a ministry that runs to a campus. Um, you know, the time in your life where you get plugged in college is a time where you either become, you know, radical for your faith and you become, you know, on fire for the Lord and you take the next step or it's a time of regression. And there's very few people that kind of stay in the middle. So um, be plugged in with the local church, have an accountability group, a small group. Um, you know, if you, go to, if you go to church in the Houston or Dallas area, you go to the porch, if you go to church in a small town, uh, you know, like A&M has Breakaway, I think Bayward is Vertical or something like that. You know, get, get involved with worship throughout the middle of your week and uh, be, go serve and be a part of a local church because – you will be glad you did. Mm. Nicely said. Good words. Good words. I'll, I'll go next and I'll try to keep it quick. 
Uh, for me, number one, I made it a little bit more silly based upon my own college experiences. So uh, it, it's legit. But uh, number one, don't fall in love and don't force a relationship. Uh, don't do it uh, unless you want to experience your entire adult life uh, married and you don't want to have any solo experiences without a partner in marriage. Unless you were trying to get married super early, I think that can be pretty detrimental to uh, yeah. got to get that ring by spring though, bro. Come on. My mom's oh. on the phone right now. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. No ring by spring. But no, in, in all seriousness, it can be, you know, for me, I feel that you can, it can be, you know, regretful, you know, five, six years down the line. If your only experience as an adult, you know, fresh out of high school and college is you being with this person and you not being able to cultivate things on your own. I think that for some people it works out great and for others it can be detrimental. Like imagine, you know, me getting married at 19 or 20, it's like, ah, oh, that wouldn't have worked out so well. Uh, you know, I, I, think, I think it's, you know, I'd rather people, you know, be lonely for a season and, you know, strive towards, you know, developing relationships with people and with God more importantly than trying to seek after, you know, a relationship that, you know, may or may not fulfill them. Uh, so there you go, Z. Uh, number two, force yourself out of your comfort zone. Go shake hands with people that you don't know. It is 100% worth it. Meet people, get to know them, and, you know, you might just end up forming some great friendships from, you know, groups that you may be interested in, groups you may not be interested in. It may be fringe areas. I know for me, I didn't want to go work on the technical side of, you know, TV, but I met a few people in it. And, you know, I was actually kind of helped, like, helped through that and happy about that in the long run. Third of all, put yourself onto edge of your seat moments. Sports games, concerts, large events. Don't leave anything on the table. Don't leave the game early. Don't be a Thomas Woods. Uh, you know, go for it, whatever it is. Uh, I know for me, uh, I have, quote, allegedly done a lot of illegal activity at the University of Houston with throwing underground concerts, which are illegal, uh, actually completely illegal. Uh, but, you know, you can't arrest me now because there's no footage of it. Uh, so, ha, ha, ha. Um, but put yourself on those edge of the seats moments. Uh, don't leave early. Don't be Thomas Woods. Uh, go to all the sports games that you can. But first and foremost, take care of your work during the day. Just get it done. All right, here we go. Fourth, and I think the most important, find a group of people who are striving towards God and who can, you know, trust you, who can trust you and, you know, you can trust them and it is worth it. It's worth the, the juice is worth the squeeze. You're going to find people that actually do care about you and who are willing to invest in you. And that may be hard to seek out at whatever university or college you're attending. Maybe it's a community college. Maybe it's a heavy commuter campus, but seek it out. It's worth it. You're going to find people who are going to want to love you and care about you despite whatever's going on in your life. That's very, very important, especially during college when it's such a stressful time of life. And finally, one thing that I wish I would have done is that seek out a wiser mentor during your years in college, whether that be, you know, a mentor for the field that you're going in, 
you know, through changing, you know, maybe transitioning majors, through relationships, random happenings throughout your week. Uh, and, you know, they can help you move in the process of entering the, quote, real world. I think that'd be a, a really great thing to have, especially, you know, as you're transitioning and moving around into different areas of life. JT, do you have any wise words to, to lay upon us? I do. Yeah. I don't know how wise they are, but yeah, those are all really great too, John and, and Cole. Both of you guys have had awesome lists and mine, you know, just kind of a, a restating of some of them, but I'll go through mine. Number five to number one, really quick. Number five is this is something that I was told as an incoming freshman is that from other kids who I knew who'd gone to college uh, a couple years before me, they're like, unless you're going to the parties, you're never going to have fun in college. And that's simply not true. So my number five is that you don't have to uh, be in the party scene or be drunk to have fun in college. Like when I look back at a lot of the greatest fun memories I had in college, those nights that just remember, uh, you know, there was no alcohol present in those, uh, not bagging on drinking alcohol if you're of legal age and drinking responsibly, but like you don't have to have alcohol to have fun in college. You can have fun doing so many other things. Like, for example, we had this huge Christmas party uh, my senior year and had like 30 people in our apartment and had really fun just, you know, Christmas party. And then we all went outside and had this huge snowball fight. And we were out till like 1 a.m. It was awesome, just like really fun. And I, I went to college in South Dakota, by the way. So we had snow uh, in December and, uh, and there was no alcohol. And that night was just something like me and my friends still just remember, like, and we'd still talk about, remember that epic Christmas party from senior year. And it's like, that's, that's a really cool thing. Um, my next one I think is super important for today's students. Um, and it's specifically think for yourself. Don't be afraid to stand out or just agree because somebody else is telling you to or because um, everybody else is thinking that. Specifically, just in our, we live in a very divided culture and a very divided um, climate. And, and it's okay if you don't agree with what other people are saying. And, and it's okay if they don't agree with you. And so um, the conclusions that you're coming to as a student, whether you're, uh, it's in your government class or it's in a philosophy class or even just, uh, you know, <clears throat> science or whatever. Like, if you come to that conclusion on your interpretation of the facts, or your interpretation of scholars or writings or things like that, like, that's awesome. Like, think for yourself. Don't just go along with the crowd because everybody else, uh, kind of like the emperor's new clothes, you know, he's like the, the king's, you know, deceived and thinks he looks great and everybody else is like, oh, yeah, his clothes look really great. And then that kid's like, hey, he's not wearing clothes, right? And so, like, don't, don't be like that. Think for yourself. And if you get to that same conclusion through your own thinking and your own rationale, that's awesome. But don't be afraid to be different obviously yes there are some like truths and facts like gravity and things like that that's like you can't really dispute it but think for yourself the third one do intramurals intramurals are so much fun I it was one of my favorite things about college was playing intramurals I met a lot of my best friends in college through playing intramurals some of my favorite memories are just playing sports and hanging out with friends um, it's a great way to stay active college is a lot of temptation to just kind of chill and just watch Netflix and not do a whole lot and play video games or whatever. So like it keeps you active, you network and meet a ton of people through intramurals and they're just a lot of fun. So definitely do, uh, definitely, uh, I just saw your text call. Um, definitely, they're a ton of fun. I highly recommend intramurals. And what's cool about it is most schools, it's not just football, basketball. You know, there's all sorts of volleyball and kickball and special events and just fun stuff. Um, every school's got a pretty good, or every school should have a good intramural department. So you can find a sport that works for you and have fun. Um, my number two is that uh, time management. Learn good time management, and it's and that's that's such a huge thing. 
Um, one thing that I encourage anyone to do is study hard and then play hard. Uh, but make sure you do it in that order. Get your work done first because it's so much more enjoyable to go hang out or play intramural basketball for a couple hours and come home and be like, I can just chill and then go to sleep instead of being like, oh, man, I've got an eight-page paper due tomorrow after I've played basketball, and that's, like, looming over your head. Like, you don't want that. Like, get your work done. Manage uh, your time well so you can so you work hard, and then when you're relaxing and doing the fun stuff at college, you can be fully present, not be like, dang, I really shouldn't be here right now. I told these people I'd be here, but I have this paper i got to work on or whatever. Like, don't do that. Get your work done and then go play hard. And then my last one is, is really just learning from my own personal experience, but it goes along with what Cole and John are both saying is prioritize your relationship with God. Like if God's not number one in your life, like kind of the rest of your life will always just be in a little bit of disarray. Like it's never going to be fully at peace. Um, and I was that person in college who was walking with the Lord and kind of um, just became lazy in my faith and didn't make it number one. It was on the list, but wasn't number one. And I got to the end of my undergrad and was like, what have I done with my last four years? Like, I feel like I had a lot of regret and just living for myself and things like that. And ultimately came to that point where I knew I needed to rededicate my life to the Lord and really make him my top priority. And then everything else just fell into place after. And that's not a, you know, a promise that God's going to give you everything you ever wanted. Uh, but God is sovereign to, to know that, that everything that happens that, that he ordains for us is good and he loves us and he cares for us. And so um, having that relationship with God and, and fellow believers and getting plugged in with the church is just huge. And uh, it's really that, that, that kind of that anchor for a young person who's, you know, leaving home, like you're really learning to stand on your faith for your own for the first time. And so just get plugged in and, and just make it a priority to spend time with God and prayer and reading your Bible. And, and uh, you'll have that constant and that peace and that hope that a lot of peers around you uh, don't have and are desperately desperately looking for in all the wrong places. So that would be my number one for sure. That's a good word, man. Good advice. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's not, it's not, Soft. Yeah, I was gonna say we all had some pretty pretty good advice. So that was just fun to fun to come up with those. Yeah. Some some uh, some some I don't know post college proverbs. <laughs> there, you there you go. There you go. Less less poetic, more more to the point. Well, and, yeah, and actually. It comes from three of us who had very different college experiences. I mean, JT went to uh, Augustana University, a small, it was a private Christian college, right, JT? Not Christian, just, yeah, but private, private, private school, yeah. And uh, John went to U of H Maine. I went to U of H downtown, and, um, well, except for one year in Huntsville. And so and we've all had very different college experiences. Um, and we lived on campus, so live in apartment housing a little bit and live at home for part of it. And so... Um, you know, we, we, we can kind of, one, one of the three of us can relate to anybody listening. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we're, it's, it's not one of those, hey, they don't get it. I'm going to this type of college. Like, no, 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 we, we totally get it. We've been to different mm-hmm. um, types of schools. And so um, I've, I've been to community, I went to a party college, a community college, and the boringest community college I'll ever go to. So, um, and John went to a combination of, of, of those, and then JT went to a a private, a private, small private school. So, um, you know, we, we totally we've understand. Seen, we, we've seen it all. Well, that was, that was really good. I'm, I'm a yes. good, good show guys. Wrap, wrap yeah. It up. Yeah. Good stuff guys. Uh, buy that merch, uh, you know, Alamo remedy CBD. Uh, don't forget we got our two for three sale pretty much, you know, or two for one, if you want to call it that. So if you buy two products, $17.99, amazing deal for CBD. They have the gummies, they have the cream, that sweet cucumber melon scent. It is wonderful. 
They also have the liquid that you can take the droplets, just hold it under your tongue for 30 seconds. It works great. Also, they have the caplets and the new uh, hemp flower. Go get it. Everything is $17.99. Buy two, get one free. And if you have orders over $49, shipping is also free. Uh, JT, what, what's, uh, what's, what else is going on in your life? Give us a quick update. Uh, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, so just working in Atlanta. Um, just teaching music lessons online right now. Uh, life's good. Looking for uh, full-time ministry work still. Obviously, church world slowed down a ton, um, you know, with COVID and all that. Things are good. Uh, you just, you know, just take it one day at a time. God's good. He's providing all that we need. So no complaints here. So it's, it's, uh, it's been really good. Fantastico. Well, Coleosis, I'm going to see you on Saturday. I think, yeah. we got a, I think we got a date at Christian's tailgate watching the, the Rockets hopefully go up 2-0. Hopefully 3-0 by that point. Hopefully 3-0 3-0. after tonight's game uh, against the uh, against Thunder. The, uh, Thunder. So uh, that's it. I also, I also one, one thing really just want to shout out the uh, Oakland A's for being first place in the American oh, Midwest I knew at, this, at this that's point in getting, time. I'm including, gonna including that. a sweep, deleted. including a sweep of the Astros two weekends ago. So I don't know. Give me talking about. Saying, dude. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Hi, Joe <laughs> Kelly. We'll see you in a couple months when we decide <laughs> to forgive you and have you back on. Thanks so much, guys. We love you. Have a great day. Awesome. Peace.